Good morning, good day, happy St. Patty. And this is Getting Lumped Up with Rob Rossi, the Rock Show edition. And I got Rock and Mike. How you doing, Mike? How was your week? Okay, okay, pretty good. Top of the morning. Happy St. Patty's to you. Doing good today. Starting off with a little Guinness. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to join you know, for myself a nice, delicious, refreshing glass of Irish Guinness. There you I'm go. Yeah. There you go. Like a real man. Get, get a little bit of uh, lumpiness over here. Yep. Get the lumped up starting early. So, what are we doing today? What are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about the Ramones today, Rob. You know, I was uh, reading a little bit about them, and I was pretty. I can't read that all these motherfuckers came from Forest Hill. Yeah. Yeah, Forest Hills, Queens, uh, Forest Hills High School. A lot of great uh, acts over the years came from there. So um, when the Ramones went to the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Um, they included Marky Ramone because he replaced Tom the drummer. Yeah. And I like it that in <laughs> and the show punks, the guy said, You're a fake Ramon anyway, you <laughs> You know, I don't think none of them wanna, were Ramon. They were just friends, right, which I thought was fucking. You wanna funny. get right into the controversy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, I mean that thing last week with, with Johnny Rodden and, and, and Marky, you know, was ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if it was made up just to promote the show or whatever, but I mean, you know, He's kind of right. I mean, you know, Mar- you know, Marky was not an original Ramon, but yeah. I, I, you know, Marky's great. I got nothing against him, but uh, he also was right too because he did play on the Blank Generation album, and and uh, the Sex Pistols, you know, took that look a little bit of Richard Hell. So they influenced each other, uh, you know, a, a lot, a lot. There you go. Okay. A little, a little, a little, a little business here. A little business. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, um, these guys actually, they were, they, they, they were like, oh, they had like a garage band, right? Who were like Johnny? Who, who had the well, garage band? Well, J- Johnny and and Tommy were in a band in high school called the Tangerine Puppets. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, just a high school band, and you know, they were influenced by uh, everybody was influenced at that time. You know, the Stones, the Yardbirds, that kind of stuff. You know, but uh, it wasn't, that was like in the late 60s. And it wasn't until a couple of years later that uh, they all kind of got back together. I mean, you know, Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Tommy were all good friends. They all hung out in Forest Hills. And they were kind of like, you know, growing up, I, I would I would call them the burnouts. You know, they were like those kind of guys just hanging out on the corner, you know, like that. And uh, they just got together to start a band. I mean, Johnny was working construction. I think Dee Dee was... was uh, hanging out with him a lot so they went down they bought guitars at Manny's on 48th Street which was the spot everybody went oh, in yeah, those man, days man, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah Manny's closed a few years ago yeah um, didn't they move, they moved, uh, no, they were, uh, no, I think they, I think that was it. I think on they closed the 34th up. Street, they didn't move to 34th Street for I don't recall that. I, I think I, they. I think you might want to look. At, I think they, they closed that place, but they moved to another place. I don't know if they're still open. It was mm. Manny's also. I remember Manny's. Maybe, maybe, so they, yeah, maybe they closed after, but I don't, I don't think they're around yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because I remember they went there and then like a guitar city or whatever yeah. opened up and fucked them Get up. Guitar center, center and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that shit will fuck yeah. everybody up. Um, how about these other guys that there were also, um, there were people that, they were like replacement. There was Richie, Elvis, and CJ. What about oh, those guys? Okay. Um, you know, 
what happened was in 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 seventy seven, the Ramones already had three albums out at that point. Yeah. You had they had the first album, they had Leave Home, and they had Rocket to Russia. Three fantastic albums, all with Tommy on drums. And Tommy just decided, look, you know, I don't I don't want to really play anymore. I want to concentrate on producing. And he the touring got to him and stuff. So they got Mark Bell, who was in a band called Dust. He played with Richard Hell. And he became Marky Ramon. So he was the first guy to be replaced. And uh, he played on Road to Ruin. And um, I mean, Marky even admits, he said, you know, his drumming style was different than Tommy's. And, yeah. you know, Tommy had to teach him how to do Ramon style, which is not, not easy to do. Okay. It, you know, the Ramones get, well, they used to, they get a little more respect now, but they, for years, they didn't get a lot of respect because people thought they weren't good musicians. But, you know, anybody that's a musician knows to play that style, whether it's Johnny's, you know, uh, downstrokes and, you know, on a guitar or the way Marky played drums, it's very hard to do. Then, um, Marky lasted in the band for a couple albums. And yeah, because he went into the, he's one of the guys that's in the Hall of Fame with them. Yeah, all yeah. All four original members plus Marky. And plus Marky, yeah. And, um, um, they, March 18, 2002. Yes, so I remember been, watching that on TV. They've been, yeah. they been in there for a while. Yeah, yeah, they got in first, t- you know, first ballot, I guess you could say, you know, yeah. first time. Um, I think they got in the same time as the Talking Heads and a couple other good bands. And you know that in 2011, um, the uh, Grammy gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yes, yes so they did. So that's pretty impressive too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, the Ramones are bigger now than they've ever been. Uh, you know, I mean, they made their money in all, ye- all the years that they existed. They made their money by touring and T-shirts. Okay, uh, they didn't sell a, lot, a whole lot of records. Um, you know, they never really broke in America. They were kind of bigger in other countries than they were here. Um, but I would say after they broke up was when it really took off for them. And you know, sadly, uh, they, you know, most of them died before they really got to see that success. Um, after the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, you know, you started to hear them a little more on the radio. Um, they started getting more recognition and uh, people were realizing, you know, how important they were. Um, one thing I want to mention too is, is, is Richie Ramon replaced Marky Ramon. Marky was uh, starting to develop a little bit of a drinking problem, a big drinking problem. And uh, he caused them to miss a gig, I think it was in Virginia Beach or something. And the Ramones never ever missed a gig. It just didn't happen. Uh, they, they were known for that, being very, you know, serious about it. On time. Yeah, on time and, and not letting down the fans. I mean, that was a big thing. So Johnny was really pissed, and there were some other things involved with it, too. Like, he, he, dro- he drove his car drunk through a storefront on Flatbush Avenue, <laughs> something like that. So, you know, it was, it was enough. So he was replaced, and uh, they got Richie. And, uh, you know, Richie played on three albums. He played on Too Tough to Die, he played on Animal Boy, and he played on Halfway to Sanity. He also wrote a few songs, including Somebody Put Something in My Drink, which was a classic uh, later Ramones period song that everybody loves. Um, but, you know, he wasn't included in the Hall of Fame thing, which I thought was kind of wrong. Um, do you remember the day that um, they used to play down here in two- Band in two uh, concert venue, um, 
the Ramones. They're playing a place called Max Kentucky City. No, Max is Kansas City. Max is Kansas City. That's what I meant. Kentucky City. I'm lumped up. You're lumped up already. And I'm reading it. Look what I'm, and I'm reading it. I'm from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. and you, you were thinking Kentucky. I don't think it's Kentucky. Cause Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Max is Kansas City. God, Jesus Christ, I'm lumped up already. Let me take some of this business, get my yeah, brain get, going. Get yourself, get yourself straight. Go ahead. There you go. And they also play at CBGB. Ah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, they got to start at CBGB. And they premiered the, You know where they played the first time? They played it was August 16, 1974. Yeah, yeah. There they was had, a guy named Leg McNeil. Leg, Legs McNeil. That yeah. did a punk magazine. Right. And, uh, you know... Leg, Legs, you know, is an important guy on the scene back in the day. Uh, you know, he's been interviewed a million times regarding the Ramones. And one of my favorite comments that he ever made was that when they first walked into CBGB's and, you know, he was in the audience and he first saw them go on stage, he said it reminded him of the SS walking in. He said, he said they came in in like, you know, black leather jackets, all serious, got on the stage and everybody was like, what the hell was that? You know, so CBGB's gave them their start. Uh, without that club, they who knows where they would have would have played. Um, they did play Max's once in a while, um, but back in those days, there was kind of you know there were CB's bands and there were Max's bands, and not too many guys were able to to play both. The, the Ramones were. Um, there were some bands that were just Max's bands, like like uh, Johnny Thunders was mostly just Max's. Um, you know, in the old time, the old time um, list, um, greatest rock band or just music in general. Yeah. They are they are considered number twenty six of all time. I I, I would put them I would put them higher. I would put them higher. Um, I think they're one of the greatest American rock and roll bands. Period. No, they are one of the greatest American punk bands. Well, I I just you know, lump it all together. I I all together. They consider yeah. they consider two punk rock group. You know, even though they're, number, they're the number two punk rock group. I mean, no, they considered like one of the original first American punk oh, groups. So they were the, they you know, were the, they they were the first American punk. But they had that, you know, it was like they, 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 look, it was like minute minute songs in the first yeah. album. The longest song was right. like two minutes long. Right, right. I mean, it it, it came out of um, an idea of we're gonna bring the 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 short pop song back into music. Okay, you got to remember 1974. Zeppelin were doing eight-minute songs. Pink Floyd, eight-minute songs. The Almond uh, Brothers. Almond Brothers. You know, it's all these long jams and stuff. And some of that stuff's okay, but you know, it, it the the fun of the 60s that these guys grew up with was kind of gone. And there was like this elitism in rock and roll, and people were like, "Oh, you got to be like a, you know, a, a, a musical genius to play rock music." No, you didn't have to be. They brought that back, you know, the, the, the short pop song, the two, two minute, 30 second pop song, you know, was what they were about. I mean, look, to me, the Ramones were just two things. They were, they were the Stooges and the Bay City Rollers mixed together in a bowl, okay? And they just formed this new sound. And, you know, they admitted they loved both bands. They wanted to be a heavy rock band like the Stooges. And they also wanted to have the pop sensibilities of the Bay City Rollers or other like bubblegum stuff. You mix them together, that was the Ramones, and then that just kicked off the whole punk rock scene, you know, starting in 74, but it, you know, once they went to England uh, in 76, they were actually in, in England playing July 4th, 1976. They weren't here, they were in England. And that's just, you know, guys that eventually became the Pistols, guys that eventually became the Clash, okay, were all there. 
They weren't, these bands really hadn't started out yet. Or, you know, they were just beginning. So the Ramones coming was like an awakening for them, and they, that's really what they wanted to be like. Do you know how many performances the Ramones did in total? I think the number is it's over. It's over 4,000. No, I, think, I, I right? actually got a number. What is it? 2,263 That's right, 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 right. You're right, yes, 2,000, yes. Like, I mean, it's amazing. That, they, that they went out and they played, and they, and they did it for 22 years, almost nonstop. So yeah. They were a band that took a break. Yeah. And that, that's kind of impressive. And what happened, they played, they played, uh, um, not a producer, then they had like a farewell tour. Yeah, yeah. What year was that? What that was, was 96. Um, I, they, they came here, they did, I think it was five nights at Coney Island High. I think, it was, I think it was three or five nights. I think it was five. I went to, I went to all of them. Um, I sort of remote myself personally like about 50 times. Okay, so, you know, that they, they played often. Several times a year they'd be here in the city. But I saw them in other cities as well. Um, Look, I mean, you know, when they were when they were hanging it up, they went around and they they were saying goodbye, and they were on radio interviews, and you know, Howard Stern had them on, and he used to have them on anyway. They used to come a lot to a continental, just hang out and do well, like yeah, jo shows. Well, yeah, Joey used to live like, across the street, like for five bucks, yeah. and put show. It would be like Joey yeah. Ramone or one of them just show up and they jam right. whatever. Right, right. I mean, great. You know, Joey really Ramone great. lived lived across the street, and he would promote these shows. You know, Joey Ramone presents. Yeah, and he would. He was always cool with like bands that were just coming up. Uh, if he liked you. He'd take you under his wing yeah. and he'd promote you. Promote you. And because he was all about that. So what is your other? Can you do a, like a countdown on your top five favorite Ramones song from your favorite oh. to? Wow, never thought of that. Um, you know, it would be all over the place because I mean, most people would take songs off the first four albums, but I, I love the later period as well too. Um, Jeff, I don't know about top favorite. Let me think. Uh, I guess you could say. Off a rocket to Russia, probably Teenage Lobotomy, because I think that was the first song I ever heard by the Ramones. Uh, there used to be a show when I was a kid, you guys might remember, called Dr. Demento, and Dr. Demento would play like crazy songs, and you know, some of them were like novelty hits, you know, and stuff. And I remember one time he played this song, and it was just Teenage Lobotomy by the Ramones, and I was just, I thought it was the most genius thing. It was, it was fantastic. Uh, you know, two minutes long and uh, funny lyrics talking about, you know, having a lobotomy and, and having no cerebellum and, you know, lyrics like that. Um, another great tune would be Somebody Put Something In My Drink. Uh, that was written by Richie Ramone on the Animal Boy album. Um, oh, wow. I would say Blitzkrieg Bob, absolutely. Beat on a Brat. Uh, then you have like Today You Love, Tomorrow the World off the first album as well. Um, there's so many great songs, Rob. I don't know, I really, they all kind of like mesh together, you know what I mean? Next week, I want you to make me actually a list. Okay. For next week, because we're, we're still going to be talking Ramon. Okay, cool. Next week. So, um, I want to ask you a thing, uh, another thing. Um, the first album. Yeah. What year did the first album? What year did they release the 76. And what was the name of the album? It was just self-titled. It was Ramones, Ramones. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was the best uh, track out of that whole uh, record? Best track. Wow. I would say uh, it would be either Blitzkrieg Bop or, or Loudmouth or Today You Love, Tomorrow the World. One of those three. I mean, it's 14 songs. They all 
fantastic yeah. classic songs. And you uh, could play on the 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some right. You could play the whole album while some bands are still on their first song. You yeah. know? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's great for people with ADD. You know. Yeah. So. Mike, um, let's talk about um, what is a must-have album of the week. Okay, yeah, we're going to do this every week now. Um, and uh, basically, you know, I'm going to talk about an album that uh, everybody really should have. You know, if, if you're listening to this show, you obviously like the music. And if you don't have the album that I'm mentioning, you're like a slapdick motherfucker that doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so, to keep, uh, to keep with the theme today, I did pick a Ramones album, but I didn't pick an early one. I picked like a middle period one called Too Tough to Die. Okay. 1984. Uh, the lineup was Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Richie Ramone. Richie's first album with them. And um, it was kind of like a, a return to glory kind of album. They had made like about three albums prior to that that really didn't sell that well. Uh, End of the Century was produced by Phil Spector. It was supposed to be a big hit, but it really didn't materialize the way they wanted it to. Though, it's funny because it's still, end of the century, it came out in uh, 1979, it's still their best-selling album in America. You know what's crazy about me and about Ramon? They, 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 like, they, they didn't have great success, like commercial success. They no, no, I mean, the first today. album didn't go gold yeah. until just a few years ago. Yeah, okay. which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, but they're one of these bands that, you know, everybody that bought the albums all went on and started those bands. Yeah. So they were kind of like, influential in that way but yeah. too, tough, too Tough to Die came out in 84 and uh, they had done three albums prior to that that didn't sell really at all too much and they wanted to go back to like the you know a hard album they got a little a little poppy in those last three and they wanted to get back to like a heavy album yeah. and uh, Richie, Richie was uh, a great drummer he was speeding things up for them they were playing a lot faster um, the hardcore scene was was big in the city so Dee Dee wrote a couple of songs on there, like Endless Vacation, uh, Warthog is on there, which was always a, you know, that was always a huge song live for the rest of their career. Um, I thought that was Pet Cemetery. I guess it ain't. Well, Pet, <laughs> Pet Cemetery's off Brain Drain. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's a great tune. That was the one that they put in the Stephen King movie. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And if you remember when the, when the little kid, the son gets creamed by the truck. Yeah. The, the truck driver's listening to Sheena is a punk rocker before he hits him. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's funny. Actually, you mentioned Stephen King. Stephen King, um, when he would uh, travel around, make appearances or whatever, he used to sign into hotels as Dee Dee Ramone. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you should have Too Tough to Die because it's, it's, a, great, it's a great later period Ramones record. It's as, it's as good as... The first three or four, uh, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. It's a great album cover too. It's just them in one of the tunnels in Central Park, kind of like a shadow backlit kind of thing, and uh, it kind of like gave them a kick in the ass to get back into the into the whole thing. You know, they kind of like for a couple of years they were spinning their wheels. You know who else used to uh, use the name Ramon too? Believe it or not, later on in his career, Paul McCartney. Calling himself Eddie Ramones. No, 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 no. You're wrong. Okay. The Ramones. The Ramones took their name from 
was Paul McCartney back when he was in the that's Beatles. What, that's what I was. He used to he used to go into hotels as Paul Ramon. Paul Ramon. Yeah. Yeah. And they were that's always big was. Beatles that's fans. They knew that, so yeah. they call. That's why they call themselves the Ramones. The Ramones. That's that's where they got the name. Because uh, yeah, he was. Uh, I was reading something. It was Paul, and he would go in at something Ramon. I thought it was anyway. Well, so, Paul, but he Paul Ramon. He wouldn't yeah. put his real name. He would put right. like Ramon. Right. It was a, su- a pseudonym. <laughs> right. Right. Which I thought that was fascinating. Now you yeah. tell me that Stephen King also did the same. Thing. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did a lot of reading, but I did a lot of drinking also. So that's where I'm a little that's lumped okay. up. I'm, I'm okay. drinking my Guinness, getting there you go. getting um <laughs> getting my energy back. And uh, I would love to have Guinness as a sponsor of this show. Yeah, Maybe definitely. send him a little copy and drink a few Guinnesses yeah. while we're getting drop, lumped up. Dro- drop a hint, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Get some Guinness in here. Yeah. So, um, right. what, what show is we coming? Okay, um, well, this week is a little bit of a slow week again. Uh, you got two shows tonight, actually. Um, uh, Bowery Ballroom, got the Flesh Eaters, and they're a great band. They're like, yeah, yeah, they've been around for like 40 years. Yeah, the Flesh Eaters, this guy's from uh, X and the Blasters, they're kind of like punk rock, rockabilly sound. Um, and then also over at Bauer Electric, you got Murphy's Law. So if you want to yeah, slam Murphy's dance Law, and yeah. jump all over the place and see a great band, that's that's where you got to go. Yeah, right. Murphy's Law is one of those bands. And then, yeah, no, yeah, I mean Jimmy Gestapo is yeah. great. Uh, then you got the Kiss Show, and I've been talking about this the last two shows. Uh, the, the Kiss Show coming up on Friday, so I'm looking forward to that. I got a friend on my Facebook. He's selling a ticket for like a hundred and fifty dollars. I think it's face value. That's about face. I think that's about what I, I think. I think he's not even making. I think yeah, he's just that, that's like face value. I think. Um, that's a Nassau Coliseum show. Then they have a show a few days later at the Garden as well. So if there's any tickets left, go check them out because they are saying bye bye. So um, I went to a show this week. I went to the Pixie Winter oh, yeah. show. How was um, that? It was a. The show was good. The Pixies were great. Um, I just got a little annoyed by Weezer playing all these old songs like they got their like new Africa, album. Yeah, that that's their new, their new album like, is all covers. If covers. I want to see a fucking cover, play more Yorkshire. Forget this fucking slapdick cover yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is it's actually a hit. This album. Yeah, it's it actually is a hit. you know I don't know what it is about it's that song Africa. All, all the kids uh, love it. Like everybody was singing to Africa in the fucking show. You, you know, and the Pixies I'm, came out there and they kick ass. I don't know. Man. I don't know how you feel, but that song sucks. Yeah, that, but song, that song sucked when Photo did it. You know what's up? But that's a song that you fucking. Let's say you wake up in the morning. That's the first song you hear on the radio. It'll be in your You'll head. be singing this mic, this fucking song all day long. Yeah, you know and, and it's that, like shit. Like it, what, you, you hear that song on the radio a lot still. Yeah, like oh, oh it came back. I guess that's what it, yeah, did. Yeah, they did. Aha! They did take on me. They did yeah. a bunch of shit. Um, I thought Pixie was good. Um, Basement came and played for 20 minutes. Um, TV on the radio played for 35 minutes. There was some quick set. Short, yeah. and, the, and the Pixie played for about an hour. Then Weezer played for, for 90 minutes. I, I, I like the Pixies. I, I like the Pixies. That's about how long I could take the, the them for only, about an hour. <laughs> the only problem I had with it, I think it was uh, the sound sucked. This is the this, garden. This was the garden? Yeah, the sound, sound sucked. sucked. You know what it is, Coach? This is my take on it. They're a small band playing a big stage that they should not be in there. Well, they just, did so the, like, did they, the Pixies they, sound bad? They, 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 they sounded did? good, but the sound wasn't like... It, 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 looked like it, needed, it looked like it needed more power. Like, it wasn't like... Like, when I saw Smashing yeah. Punk, that sound was incredible. That show was incredible. Maybe they had a different sound guy that night. They even played Stairway with Vinnie Conker. Uh, uh, played yeah, yeah, Stairway um, uh, Highway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven? Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to heaven. Stairway oh, heaven. Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> It was incredible. Wait, who played that? Uh, the um, 
And Scratching Pumpkin. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he did a great redemption. Um, he also did uh, David Bowie's song, and he sounded great, you know, but the yeah. sound was incredible. The sound here was like, it sucked. That's weird. I, 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 I never every had, garden, I never, every garden show I've ever been to, the sound's always been there. The Metallica. They must have had a different Metallica sound guy. Show and Metallica was insane. The sound was like, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the, 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 the like, Pixies Ooh. are like, you know, very kind of fuzzy guitar. Maybe they couldn't get that sound. I think right. that's what it was. It's always yeah. Weezer. They got that weird yeah. guitars. Yeah. That they like to make all those weird noises. They got a lot of distortion. Maybe yeah. they, they couldn't figure it Maybe out. Maybe that's what it was. Cause yeah. they, sound, they, they, they didn't sound... Then at one point they changed the sound. It sounded a lot better. Then it went back to the shit sound. Oh, they had it. they had technical problems then, I guess. It was fucking horrible. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? But the show was the show was like out of out of one to ten. It was like a six and a half. Okay. You know. Okay. It was good. Yeah. So what else? What else we have, Mike? Ah, uh, I think that's about it, Rob. So I think we wrapped everything up. Yeah. Everybody has have a. Happy um, St. Patty. It is St. Patty, right? Yes, Sunday. it is. It's the real St. Patty. We're, we're an international ball. Um, next week, we're, um, um, Mike is going to come with uh, five, the five top of his uh, Ramon song from okay. every single oh, thank album. Thank God about that. You got to think. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about why these songs are the okay. top five. So it's, okay. it'll be part two of remembering the Ramones. Because I think all the members are dead, right? All the original, well, the original members. The original four, yeah. Yeah, I mean they kind of they kind of did a reverse f Spinal Tap, yeah. where like the drummers survived. Yeah, <laughs> so you got Marky and, and Richie and and CJ. I want to you know mention him yeah. too. I mean he was he was good in their later period when he replaced Dee Dee. Um, I, I consider them all good Ramones. You know, if you were in the band, you were good. You know, yeah. otherwise you wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be there. Right. The funny thing, none of them are related. No, nope, <laughs> they just that, 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 that was a, that was a story that they, you know, people believed that for many, yeah. many years. They go, oh, they're brothers. Uh, no, they're not. I used to get asked that all the time. No, they're not. <laughs> no. So let's wrap it up. And remember, right. guys, don't get drunk. drunk get, get lumped, lumped up. up.